No. Hey, Renz. How are you? Hello, Gage. I'm well. You know, I'm so upset right now. I'm so upset. Why is that? Not enough people know about the explosion, the volcanic eruption of Ta'al in the Philippines. Yes, it Ta'al is quite um, an active volcano. In the Philippines, there are many volcanoes. So last Sunday, right, there's some people in the Batangas province who are sitting around. And, you know, the local volcano just starts spewing ash, erupting forth 15 kilometers into the sky. Children, parents, 900 people being treated for being covered in ash. 125,000 civilians. 15 kilometers, that's almost like, that's almost seven miles. They have over 100,000 evacuees because Ta'al for this entire week has still been spewing forth. And you know why I'm so fucking upset? Why? I was so excited. I heard about this volcanic eruption in the Philippines, and I was like, hell yeah, that's fucking awesome. Finally. Finally. Something for me as a Filipino person to lord over all the other people of all the other cultures is something that gives me value. Something that I could point out and be like, yeah, well, what about the volcano eruption? What about our humanitarian crisis? You know, I was going to use that to inform my art. I was going to use that to get some clout. When people are saying, oh, well, you know, European heritage is being shit on. Oh, you know, Latinos are being put in camps. I was like, oh, yeah, well, now I can finally point at this volcanic eruption that is killing hundreds of thousands of people potentially in the philippines but no one is no one cares wow you know your concept of using and taking advantage of a national national disaster national natural disaster is um yeah that's a great uh conceptual concept actually if uh, you are a conceptual artist and you want to make it big in the art world fast and easy, that's what you should do is find the next national disaster related to your heritage and make some art about it because everybody that uh, thinks they care about the world will enjoy it because it will make them feel like a participant. Well, here's the thing, man, is I'm a sculptor and I, you know, I've been sitting around. I, I don't have a lot of of content that I can create from my own, you know, personal uh scope of the world and I see these pictures, you know, of of this of this volcanic eruption, all this ash everywhere and everything's gray and all I could think is like wow, you could just take anything and cover it in gray ash and then put right there in your bio Gage Branda is a Filipino American artist and People will understand it. Finally. Finally. The news has to cover this. I mean, Australia is burning to death, and they've been talking about it for weeks, and everyone cares. You know, that girl, you know, offered nudes on Twitter and made, Whoa. you know, like hundred thousand, hundreds of thousands of dollars to give to save the koalas or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe I can offer nudes on Twitter to, mm-hmm. save, to save the Filipinos. Yeah. I haven't done that. I don't have a big Twitter. Um, so it's just so disappointing. <laughs> It's so disappointing that, that I can't use this to my advantage because I, I don't think that many people care. 
Well, here's what you should do. You should get pictures that other people have published of um, the people who are suffering this natu natural national disaster and then use it from your for your own art, for your own personal exposure. Oh. Yeah. That's a great just idea. Go, just double down. Just double down. Take advantage of a natural disaster of your cultural heritage. Take advantage of other people's photos that they've already taken and just plug it into your concept. You know, but just plug it in a little bit. Put enough of yourself into it. Maybe you buy the frame. Maybe you take it into the gallery, you know, just a little bit. Maybe so so something that they need over there right now are these dust masks, these particulate masks. And I was thinking, you know, there were three hundred thousand donated to them by the other people in the region that aren't uh currently in the vicinity of destruction. And I figured here in America, I could potentially ask people to send me their dust masks and then I'll hoard them and put them in a room and then cover them all in dust and then title it Ta'al. Oh, I just thought of a good way to not offend anybody that is directly affected by this national disaster and natural disaster. Uh, you better reach out to all your homies, get a plug for a streetwear brand, and get them to sponsor branded uh face masks that'll make everybody feel much better in the in that country sell sell one face mask for a thousand dollars use it to buy you know a hundred face masks a mm -hmm. thousand face masks buy low sell high marketing is the ultimate uh like income revenue generator it's just it's just so disappointing to see such a, a serious disaster something that could be so close to home i mean they talk about the super volcano in yosemite or what is it, Yellowstone? Uh, yeah. They, they talk about that. You know, this could be us. But um, it is actually very disappointing. You know, there's the, people are getting respiratory infections, skin lesions. Hundreds of villagers have been treated so far for diarrhea and hypertension. I don't, I don't know how you get um, hypertension from... <laughs> it's, it's the food. Oh, it's, yeah, I was going to say, how do you get hypertension? They probably just like... Yeah. Um, but, you know, right now they're having concerns about the hygiene in the evacuation camps because I don't think that they were totally prepared for this type of disaster. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think maybe the U.S. wouldn't be prepared for such a disaster either. And it, it is something to think about. Um, my, my thoughts and prayers to everyone in the Philippines who has to deal with this. Uh, much love to you guys. All right. What should, we, what should we do? You're listening. Well, us? Yeah. I don't know. We have, we have, uh, uh, I don't know. We have very limited following and very limited resources, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just see how we can, uh, I don't know. Can we do a GoFundMe to marginally send stuff back? It's, I just, I'm just hoping everything's cool down there, you know? It's a stressful situation for everybody. You got people back home feeling some type of way, wanting to donate a little something-something. Maybe we'll get something together. We can make a Batak Bayan. Balik Bayan. Oh, Balik okay. Bayan box is a box where you stuff it with as much stuff that you can to send back to the Philippines. It, I'm pretty sure it might still be a flat rate payment. Um, you have a certain weight limit in the box. I think it's like 70 pounds. Maybe, but that, maybe that's only for if you want to bring it with you on an airplane. But anyways, it's a big giant bit gift box. 
that you send back home to normally family members. In this case, these people are, are very, very, very extended family members, pretty much. Yeah. So we got to, you know, provide some something, something. That is pretty disappointing, though. I'm so sad to hear about that volcano. You know what else makes me sad? And this is this is just as as big of an issue. A deaf man has sued Pornhub because they don't have closed captions. He claims he cannot enjoy the video content without closed captioning. We finally found the man who listens to the story in a porno. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, man. Yaroslav Suris, a New York resident, tried to watch videos on Pornhub entitled Hot Step Aunt Babysits Disobedient Nephew, Sexy Cop Gets Witness to Talk, and others in October 2019 and January 2020, but could not due to the website's lack of closed captioning. According to the lawsuit filed Thursday in the Eastern District of New York, it alleges that Pornhub, RedTube, and YouPorn are in violation of the 1990 Americans with Disabilities Act, part of the ADA's goal to provide full and equal enjoyment of a public accommodation's goods, services, facilities, and privileges, according to the lawsuit. Websites that prevent accessibility to deaf and hard-of-hearing individuals is a discriminatory act. See, this is the type of thing that I really need to remind myself that there are people out there who are really just sitting there and wanting to view these videos for entertainment purposes, you know, like like a real movie. Technically, they kind of are just X-rated. It's a multi-billion so, dollar industry. It's huge. It's a giant, it's a gargantuan in industry, a, a real trailblazer for technology in video, you know, they... They're paving the way for things like VR and AR and all the other R's and acronyms. Uh, uh, pretty soon there's going to be quantum porn. Just watch out for it. <laughs> quantum porn. Right. And th there's no excuse that they're not catching up that technology to people that can't hear, people that can't see. Check out our Don't quantum porn. porn. You'll never nut faster. <laughs> so, yeah, like. There are, there are maybe blind people that want to want to experience porn uh, to its maximum degree, maybe. I don't know. Maybe something like... What would you do in that case? It would just be braille for the word uh, boobs, maybe. Audio. Like, maybe maybe Pornhub needs its own Siri or uh, Cortana if you're a Windows user. There's, a, there's that guy. He was on Stan Lee's Superhumans who he would ride a bike and essentially could use echolocation because he was blind and he would just oh. click with his mouth. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what we need is to train every person who's blind how to do that and then we'll set up basically live porn like like live porn rooms where you could stand in there and then they could just click and then see it and then, you know, they'd be sitting there going nice. So that uh yeah. That's um that is what you call an A plus project. Yeah. You know, like you got the C or a B student saying, Yeah, why don't you just put Braille? And then you got students or interns or or professionals like Gage here who go beyond the expectations. If you want to make it big in the world of art, you have to get your lips nice and puckered. You gotta get the best Burt Bees you can find to kiss any ass you can kiss. 
because you know what they say it's all about the relationships you build and you're only one degree away from someone famous sometimes you know yeah yeah for you guys you're only one degree away from us some people are one degree away from be being a bfa graduate you know what i'm saying i'm i'm very proud of those of you who are who are pursuing higher education i'm also proud of those of you who have decided to make a go of it without it yeah you know maybe we should make some diplomas for people that uh sign up for our curriculums that'd be cool like some yeah. some silver plated diplomas sell them for like a thousand dollars each it would still be cheaper than the real thing mm-hmm. well speaking of porn we are very happy that everybody's listening to the art porn of all podcasts online. The number one ASMR art podcast. The smoothest podcasters in Baltimore. We call ourselves the Art Pros Podcast. We call ourselves the Art Pros. And we call you all the interns because you have to listen to this for free. It's an unpaid internship. I'm sorry, fellas, but if you really, really prove that you got the chops, you can... You also can become a paid dot artist on Instagram. That is where you can find us on Instagram and patreon.com slash artprospodcast. So yeah, this is a shout out to all of you art pros out there, interns, whatever you think you are. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Um, so it's pretty depressing that uh, Pornhub you know, for being such a big company, a company that I had so much faith in, doesn't have closed captioning. I didn't think, I, I always assumed that the porn industry would be one in which diversity and inclusion would be paramount um, above all other, like, morals and ethics there. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. But some people, you know, sometimes a group gets forgotten. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty unfortunate. Big yeah, you know, there's actually, speaking about experiential entertainment, museums, there's a big push for museums and galleries to be able to be more accessible for people with those types of disabilities. It's the same thing, you know, maybe porn and museums have a lot in common. You can find porn in the museums, except it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, sculptures of naked people, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and... uh if you if you know echolocation you can just uh, wow nice yeah <laughs> how did they do that um yeah there i guess i think about most of the exhibits i've been to they're all for looking so i'm sure there's a lot of people who are blind out there who would say fuck art but you know what if you're blind and you like podcasts and you kind of want to have an idea of what artists think like you don't have the opportunity to look at art, check out the art pros. Yeah. I mean, we can describe it in great detail for you. Uh, maybe we should start doing uh, audio descriptions and reviews, objective and subjective, of the art that we see and and provide it as a sort of, uh, I don't know, something, a tool. The roast a, of I, Bob Ross? Um, yeah, we could roast Bob. We the, could roast the Bob. Bob roast, yeah, Bob roast. Anyways, all right, what do we got today, Gage? What's going on? We got these two articles. What do you want? We're to talking talk about? about. We're talking about um, making, uh, getting inspired by Pornhub <laughs> to uh, think about how art can be more visually or sonically uh, 
accessible. Let's do a Craft Pros episode where, oh. where we talk about um, why don't we give some advice to aspiring artists out there how to go from being a C-plus student to an A-plus student, even if you're not in school, so within like your a, craft. Like a from woke to broke type Fro- of From woke episode. to broke, brother. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's, uh, so if you're still listening to this, uh, that w- that's what you call a pivot. We quick, just, quick piv. <laughs> we just did a pivot. Oh, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so a $66 million Klimt painting was found. It was gone for 23 years at the Ricci Odi Modern Art in Piacenza. Dang. Uh, apparently, they were doing renovation and it went missing, but a gardener just uh, like last week was clearing some ivy and found it beh- behind the ivy. Uh, so, you know, that's back. And the first thing they did was take it to a financial institution and it's official. So yay, we got Klimt back. So the Ivy was in the walls. The Ivy was on the walls and then the painting was behind the Ivy. (laughs) Very sneaky. I'm guessing that the art thief stole it and then realized that it's really hard to sell stolen art. And he put it back. Yeah. I think he put it back. Yeah. Apparently most lost art. Uh, stolen art gets recovered by the insurance companies saying that they won't press charges if, as long as it's returned and people realize that they can't sell it so they just bring it back damn yeah they, they probably have like very very strict logs for who owns this x million dollar thing yeah well it's just really hard to sell something that's based on who made it if you can't prove who made it legally right you that's know? that's interesting so what how do art thieves do it you know how do they do people think they can just steal art and sell it i think who do you sell it to if you sell something i think that normally or i'm this is just conjecture if i were an art thief which i'm not yet um it would be really important to either have a buyer lined up already who wants a specific art piece who will pay you to steal it Mm. or instead you would have to appreciate the art yourself and be stealing it for your own, like just to own it. Hmm. Or you could be the Nazi party and just hmm. steal all the art because you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the uh, colonial people. Yeah, so those are three ways that you can be an art thief and it'll be mildly functional, if I had to guess. But other than all that, right. like steal, it's not like the same as like stealing a PlayStation 4 where like someone can buy it and it and has the value it. yeah it's like because it's an arbitrary value then you have to find someone who will pay that arbitrary value or at least enough of it to make it worth all the effort and then the risk because if you get slapped with a with a lawsuit or with a criminal case it's still going to be valued at 66 million dollars even if you were only going to make a million dollars off it max wow yeah wow yeah it's crazy very deep stuff man so so today i know we said we were going to do a topic but renz why don't you pick a topic no i like the topic we picked earlier how to go from a c plus to an a plus yeah from woke from broke to woke from broke to woke this is how okay so number one you know you're an artist you're like maybe maybe you're a painter maybe you're a uh maybe you do nail art maybe you're an architect Maybe you're a filmographer. The thing that will improve any art object beyond beyond measure is the quality of the edges. 
Oh yeah. 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 You got to take take that uh, piece of art to the hair place. Yeah. You know. I mean, even a haircut. How important is it to get that edge straightened up? Like, you may have the best fade of all time, but if it just goes on forever, it looks like shit. Nah, you don't want to walk into a boardroom with wrinkly clothes, you know? No, it's all yeah. about the edges. Yeah, people want to see control. You know what people hate in movies is when the timing of of the transition is off. Or, like, when the transition is, like, a fade transition, but oh. it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. These are all edges. It's the same thing with a painting. You know, you, if if you're a painter, mm-hmm. you know when you're painting and you, like, put a brush stroke on, you're like, wow, that's the right color, that's the right position, but it's just, like, got a weird edge from where the brush didn't fully meet with the canvas, and you're like, oh, it still mm-hmm. looks like shit. Yeah, a little so, raggedy. Edges, baby. You ever look at a at a table? You make a table, and then the wood doesn't perfectly line up and there's a little gap where you can see a little light underneath the table Mm, no that's not a strong joint no 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 definitely not it's a weak joint yep yep so take care of those edges folks what what's some advice for edges bud um i mean look the thing about the thing about edges is they represent things that are clean they represent your skill your physical gift of moving that paint wherever you want it it'll look like you know what you're doing yeah you know even if you need to put a piece of tape down for that clean edge a lot of painters do that commercially in homes yeah that doesn't mean they aren't artistic in their methods or techniques you see a cleanly painted home like the ones in the commercials for lowe's you know, that's, that's not easy to do. That takes a professional hand, a professional eye. It really does. Yeah, so that's a skill. can't just walk in, walk up to a bright white canvas with your nice wooden easel and all this expensive stuff you bought and think you can make this perfect uh, rendition of, I don't know, a bunch of shapes. Yeah. You know, you think you could do that without any training? Go ahead. Let's see your two-year-old do that. So you're, you're sitting around, and, and you're the local handyman. Maybe it's in, in the house, handy woman, handy person. Uh, and someone's like, hey, I, I have this, this window that I love, but it's just the wrong color. And you got to go paint it, and you, you don't take care of the edges. You get a little bit of white paint, a little bit on the glass, and it just looks like garbage. It, it, edges are important. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that paint and draw, tape, paper... That shit'll help. Well, yeah. Let's say you're making a ceramic mug. You know, you're gonna want to make sure that when you put that handle on your ceramic mug, you want the edge of your handle to be flush against the side of your mug. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're gonna get cracks to form when you you uh, heat treat it or heat dry it, put it in the kiln, whatever it's called. I've yeah. never done ceramics, cause you know that thing's gonna crack. I know that much. Where else are edges important, Renz? Edges are important for country borders because if you pass my country's edge, you might get shot. Oh yeah, arrested. Well, that this is true, brother. That's bad. That's why we drew the lines in the sand. Yep, yep. Don't cross over bad to my things. side. I'll yeah. come over to your side whenever the fuck I want. See, because I have a harder edge than you on my blade. Gage, your voice sounds like that snake. Uh, uh, you know the "Don't Tread on Me" license plates that they have. Yeah, that's the energy. All right, so uh, we're doing we're doing woke to broke. Number two from woke to broke is um, 
go out to lunch with your professors. Oh yeah. Yep. Be friends with them. Be friends with be friends with those who are are above you in life. Get yourself a mentor. Get yeah. yeah. Especially since like okay, so if you are in school, nothing tickles a professor's goat more than feeling like they're more important than their role as just your professor. <laughs> yeah. They're not grading machines. No. Like they want to sit there and they want to pontificate the way that we are right now to you about their thoughts on the world, about the importance of edges. They want you to make them feel like their life hasn't been one long spiral of depression, which it has. You know, just quite recently, a meme has, has turned the world upside down. And it's that meme that has divided generations. It's the OK Boomer meme. OK Boomer. So... Get that out of your system, you know? There's a lot of uh, things that old people can teach you and they're not busy talking shit about you, you know? And maybe that's all they want. Maybe they're just reaching out to feel important, like Gage said. It's one of those things where, where they want to feel like, um, like, you know, you want to you wanna get in their good. You want them to think, oh, this is one of the good ones, even if you hate them. It's, that's what Anakin Skywalker did. Oh, yeah. That's, nice a, real, that's a real thing. Oh. It's a real famous movie. Must be real. Yeah, th- these are. This is true. These are facts. It's myth. You know, it's the power of myth. You ever brought a professor to lunch? I've had lunch with professors. Yeah. 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 Hung out plenty of times after. I don't know. Just running into them around town or on field trips. Did that make you feel more comfortable when you had to reach out to them for like a reference or something? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Down the line. These relationships you build, especially people with experience, clout, and a large IRL social network. Yeah. It's a good idea to make some friends. Don't, I mean, don't force it. Don't pretend. They might be hiring. Yeah. See? Yeah. And that's that's a big one for those of you that are in school. For those of you that aren't in school, um, I don't know how much that applies to you, but it is it is good to find a mentor. Like, if you make art at the house and... uh you don't know who to talk to like it would be good for you to find someone who also makes art who can talk to you about that yeah and some people are artists and their partners aren't and when they ask them so what do you think of my painting they'll all, they'll say it looks great every single time yeah no, you know it's nice to have a different uh and professional uh eye and hey if you want us to crit something send it to us people have already done it we send we're very responsive online on at paid.artists or if you email us yeah we'll so crit we'll, anything we'll crit anything crit the shit out of it if you yeah. send us a video we'll crit it live we'll crit the shit send us a video send us an audio recording send us an email we'll, we'll crit it or we can tell your story online we can share it if you want us to read it you know we understand if you want to hide your identity we'll just let us know yeah I had a good relationship with this one professor, and then he came to town. And he hit me up to uh to get drinks. You know, this is like a year or two after I graduated, and we got drinks, and I got way too based for him. I like what? started like he he was asking for he was asking me for my opinion on on education and kind of how how the education workshop field works relative to like working within a school, like you know for example in Baltimore public schools or something. And I was just giving him my opinion, and then he was talking to me about uh, just, like, other things. Worst thing that happened is he brought up politics. I gave my unabashed opinion. Don't know how he felt about it. 
we haven't been in contact since. So, you know, little rule of thumb, if you are talking to a superior or someone in a position where you want to kind of keep them uh, within your network, and you guys probably all know this, I didn't know it because I was already three or four drinks in, don't talk about politics with these fucking boomers because they have the most cold takes of all time. It's called tact, everyone. Yeah, and I don't have it. Tact is important because you have to have foresight and the ability to understand how the power of your words and your voice will affect everyone or everything else around you. I'm talking about Twitter. I'm talking about us right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just saying that you could look at it from Renz's point of view. You could look at it from this point of view. You got to remember, not everyone thinks free speech only ends at the point of, of violence and hate speech. Some people think that free speech paint is bad or having differing opinions is bad way, way, way before either of those things. I have a different opinion from this teacher, and I don't think, I don't think that we are going to have a working relationship in the future because of it. Uh, yeah, people can be sensitive. Yeah, man. Uh, that's another big thing you should be aware of on your journey from woke to broke. Be aware of other people's sensitivities, both to light and to feeling, and also... My body is feeling really sensitive right now. Yeah. If anybody like hears if I'm a little off, it's because I'm on muscle relaxants a little bit. We love to party at the art pros. No, um, <laughs> I hurt myself because I worked too hard, and that might be topic number... Is, are we on two? No, three. Are we on three? Who knows? Who cares? I forgot. Dude, we have to just live in the moment. Yeah. That's <laughs> rule number four. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yeah. Number three. Um, I think number three should be just don't think that you're invincible. Um, don't, you know, it, it's fun. I know how fun it is to feel like you're a starving artist. It's great. Yeah. You know, you got something to talk about, something to complain about, uh, something to be mad at the world about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It feels really nice to have something to blame. Like, Listen, like God. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> blame God and your father. You know what they say? <laughs> Put it on God. On God. Um, listen, God, I don't make enough. I'm fucking... I'm pissed at you. Mm-hmm. That's how your conversations with God can sound. <laughs> if you're a starving artist, <laughs> blame him. No, I mean, of, of course there are barriers that keep people from, from doing well. But, you know, you're not invincible to those barriers, no matter how aware of them you are, right? Like, the obstacles in your life, even if you have 10 obstacles to every other person's single obstacle, are still obstacles that, regardless of your awareness of them, you still need to overcome. Yeah. yeah jump over that wall dude you think mario level one and mario level 10 are the same no no but you know what at the end of the journey you got way more skills and you're still jump man yeah you could still do that move where you hold down the z button and do like a backflip or something but very like you do the triple jump and you can jump really high Verily. so rule number three you're not invincible both to the things that are physical and to the things that you say yeah and mentally mentally that's a little bit mentally unless someone punches you after you say some really stupid thing so i was like at the park this one time um the one by peabody and i think i think 
I was just drinking coffee there, doing something real corny, some art school shit. I was yeah. drinking coffee and thinking. You're writing poetry. And this, <laughs> this, this homeless dude comes up to me. I, I hate that I can't remember his name, but he had his, his resume letter in his hand. And he handed me his resume letter. And he's like, he bummed a cigarette from me. He's like, hey, man, will you read my resume letter? Like, you know, I just got out of prison five years ago. I'm still having trouble, like, keeping a job. I just want to try and, and get a serious job, you know, that's not part-time felon bullshit. That's yeah. that's exactly what he said to me. Uh-huh. So he had me read it over. It was really, really well written. And, and essentially, it was a, a combination of a cover letter and a resume that had said, I'm a felon. I learned X, Y, and Z while I was in prison. I just want a, an opportunity to use these skills. And it was really, really well written. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I remarked and I was like, dude, this is awesome. He's like, well, you know, like, like I'm a poet and, and I'm a writer and like, I just, I like being creative. I just want someone to give me the opportunity. And I said, man, you are clearly a better, like, I, I can't even help you because you're a better writer than I am. And he's like, and this is important for you interns to, to know. And it was a big deal to me. He's like, listen, man, how far is your mouth from your ear? Mm-hmm. And I said, what? He's like, how far is your mouth from your ear? I'm like, oh, it's like, you know, four inches, five inches. I got a pretty big head, really small mouth, like 10 inches. And he says, and why do you say such negative things about yourself? I was like, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you just feel bad or you, you, you think you're not as good as you really are. And he goes, listen, don't be a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> don't be a stupid motherfucker. You got to remember, everything that comes out of your mouth is heard by your ear first. So if you're sitting there saying all these negative things, you know, not taking care of yourself, not taking care of your mind and, and spirit and letting that come out through your words, you're going to speak truth into them. And not because of some mumbo jumbo spiritual bullshit, but because you're literally speaking them into your own brain, the thing that perceives the world around you. Wow. And then he said, thanks for the cigarette, man. Let me get another one. I gave him the cigarette and he walked away and I, I felt like I had just met a sage. It was it was really wild. So so you looked at his resume. It was really good. Did he hire you? No, I wish no. I wish he did. <laughs> Here's my resume. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. That is a G D E. That's gargantuan <laughs> dick energy. energy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I thought it was so interesting. Um and, and that goes to say, like, like your words will affect you first, regardless of what you say. That's uh, that's number four right there, self-esteem. Self-esteem. Yeah, you got to build that up, branching off number three, from yeah. broke to woke. Yeah. Broke doesn't just mean money. Yeah. Broke can mean kundalini. Kundalini. If, if, do you like the kundalini? Do you like your third eye? Do you only have two? <sighs> Weak. <sighs> It's 2020, baby. Where's your eighth eye? Yeah, I mean, who believe? Do you, do you even believe in third eye? Like, maybe you don't. Maybe to you, the world is round. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe to you, there is a man in the sky with a big white beard and white hair and, you Blue know, eyes. calling the shots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I'm not judging you. My God's a goat. Greatest of all time. He is my God. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, it's, it's it, I mean, you know, Ren's put it well, uh, self-esteem is a big one, mostly because people will really, it, it is mind-boggling how much people will judge your competency off of how competent 
you think you are. Like, mm-hmm. like you could know nothing about, for example, bronze sculpture. But if you went up to, to my boss and were like, yeah, I could fucking do it. No problem. <laughs> I, we ha- I had a coworker, ex-coworker, who acted like that. You know, never touched bronze in his life. He's like, oh, yeah, I get it. I could do it. He couldn't do it. But he got hired right on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I could definitely do it. For yep. sure. No problem. A lot of times, first impressions are all you have. Yeah. That's why the elevator pitch is such an important thing to learn. And many people might not tell you that. In, you know, in, in the art world, when you're studying. But it's very real. At the end of your education, if you are a student in not just arts, but everything else, you gotta be able to talk about what you do like it's your name. Dude, and these elevators keep getting fucking faster and faster and faster, so you really gotta shorten it down. If you can, if you can say it in three words... Your clutch. Yeah, I mean, there's countries out there with bullet elevators. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, you know? Just got to be more productive, work more hours in a day, anything that can speed that process up. How are you going to pitch your comedy show to Damon Wayans if the elevator's taking 10 seconds? Right. It's Rugrats, but real life. See? Art pros. It's funny and teaches you stuff. <laughs> I don't think that would. <laughs> no, that that's a bad one. That's we... not really accurate. And... Step number five, workshopping, right? Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Whether yep. you're an artist, whether you're you're an architect, whether you, you just make, whether, not just, whether you are a chef, no matter what you do, talking to a bunch of people about what you make in an honest setting can definitely help. Oh, yeah. 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 More eyes are better than one. Yeah. See? Perfect segue off the th- third eye comment. Like if you're... Eighth yeah. eye. Get in the room with uh, three other people at least. Then yeah. you literally have eight eyes. Potentially what? up to... <laughs> oh, three other people. I was like trying to do the math. Yeah. Like six eyes. If all of if all those people have the third eye, that's that's like 12 16 eyes. eyes. Oh, 12, 12 eyes. Yeah. Yeah. 12 eyes. The goal is to get 2,020 eyes. Oh, wait. No, it, it is... It is uh, 14 eyes because of the government. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, government's yeah. always got two eyes. Yeah. And and several ears on you, so be careful. Yeah. yeah. Like we said, your words hurt, and they might hurt a lot in the future. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> See, I just caught us. See, we were just talking about disabilities earlier, and we forgot to mention ears and noses and mouths. Oh, yeah, people who can't touches. smell yeah. or speak. Yeah, get some people in the room who can do that, too. That is true. Yeah. Although it would be pretty embarrassing to like have a painting critique and then bring in a blind dude and be like, what do you think? Well, if you're doing sound art, it might be actually pretty good. It would probably be better. Yeah. 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 Someone who's well um, tuned in that sense. I feel bad talking about blind people because I don't have any blind friends. I don't either. Well, my, my boss is approaching blindness in one eye. I have an artist acquaintance but she's like in her 90s and has legal blindness oh yeah i think she can still see but not well i have a friend who's like one-eighth cherokee hmm wow (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) i'm just kidding uh maybe you might uh no i mean i i've i have i am acquaintances with native americans uh yeah yeah. i'm pretty sure i know some people like a few people (laughs) that are that identify or are of that um culture 
I'm just flabbergasted. About what? Everything. The entire world around me, I'm constantly walking around surprised. See? Now, the, this is why you should listen to this advice, is because clearly Gage has reached his woke limit. Yeah. When you're flabbergasted by everything to the point where you're inactive and you're just sitting there because your mind is so powerful. Yeah. And it's revving its, its uh, at least five horsepower engine with all these thoughts. You know, even even the hamster that runs around the wheel and powers all of the United States gets tired too. Even the even the Duracell battery bunny gets tired. Stops every you know. Like so, I'm covered. I, I'm so woke that I'm covered. I'm I'm spiritually covered in eyes, and it hurts to walk around. Mm-hmm. It's like you you ever wake up and like some dust fell in your eye, or like you have an eyelash in there. That's just my life constantly because I'm too woke. So mm-hmm. rule number six. Live in the moment, baby. Yeah. Get yourself some rest. Get get that uh get that social justice bone in your body, that muscle in your brain. You gotta let it rest a little. You gotta get let it get supple. Otherwise it's gonna you're gonna need muscle relaxants like me. Do you guys hit leg day every day? No. Obviously leg day is the most important day, but you gotta give your legs some time to rest, reheal, recoup. Yes, that's why you should buy our very own uh, pseudoscience product that is proven by the people we've given it to to improve their muscular and mental fitness. So what we have here, all right, <laughs> is we have this colloidal silver, and if you drink the colloidal silver, it'll make your testosterone levels go way up, and the, the NSA and the FDA and the ATF won't be able to track your movements anymore through your iPhones and your MacBooks, and Steve Jobs is not going to come for you if you drink this Art Pro's colloidal silver, brother. So, actually, we're going to be selling secondhand used raggedy beanies with copper lined with copper oh yeah, yeah. to protect you from from mk ultra yes i mean copper copper is good for your body if you wear it apparently you know they got those copper compression shirts well this is going to compress your skull so <laughs> rule number seven <laughs> protect yourself from these snakes oh yeah yeah you need to have protection and what i mean by that is the ability to determine whether someone is trying to sell you falsehood. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For um, example, the government trying to shoot waves into your brain. That's why you should buy these copper-lined beanies to protect you from the CIA trying to convince you to kill your family. You know, it's hard when the whole world is against you. Yeah, it's so tough. When the industry, when the when when Goliath meets David yeah. or, or whoever else... Uh, uh, Joan of Arc, when the the English army meets Joan of Arc, you know what I mean? It's the the whole the story. It was written already in the past, and we are living it. I'll tell you what, no one, no one, is more attractive than a person who constantly thinks the entire world is about them. I mean, I'm sorry, out to get them. Everyone loves being around that person. You know, you go to a party, you're talking to a guy, and they're like. Yeah, man, I had to stop going to Starbucks because I could tell that they were stealing my DNA. Everyone loves that guy. Yeah? Yeah. Were no, they? Yeah, they were. <laughs> they yeah. Were. All right. Dang. I had a banger of a joke earlier. I just forgot. This sucks. Rule number eight. If you want to go from woke to broke, you have to keep a good memory. Like, we started trying to explain to people how to go from a C-plus student to an A-plus student. 
I don't. And right now, I think we're really doing a great job of teaching people how to be a C plus student. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now's the A plus student part. Do all the things we said, but make sure you turn your homework in on time. Mm-hmm. Just do it better. Yeah, just do it better. Yeah, you know, uh, here's here's a good one. Um, if if you want to go from woke to broke, you're gonna wanna if you have any achievements. List them out, honestly. Yeah, if you've ever achieved anything, make a list of it and continue to do it because one day you're going to have to pull that up and talk about it because someone needs to give you a job and you need to walk in there and either A, do a really good job of acting and pretending that you know what you're doing or B, actually know what you're doing but be able to have the confidence to talk about it. I would say even strangers you meet, before they've even asked you how the weather is, make it a very serious conversation. Give them an honest conversation. Tell them, yeah, so when I was applying for college, I got this scholarship. Also, did you know that I was the school president when I was in high school? Because everyone loves that. Especially wow. especially your Uber driver. Yeah. And yeah. you could talk about how you made every day in the cafeteria ice cream day. Yeah. And yeah. how you talked about how everybody got half days every day for the rest of the year because of your power as a class president. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's one that's easily attainable for everybody, and I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. If you are an underachiever, become an overachiever. <laughs> Easy. Just like that. Just fucking do it. Shia LaBeouf, Nike, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Because here's what happens. If you have a plan, let's say point A is the moment you come up with a plan, and point B is the moment or your plan comes into fruition, you got a million bucks stowed inside of a briefcase that you're walking around with all the way from the bank to your house, because yeah. I know you want to throw it everywhere and lay yeah, down on top of yeah, it. Yeah, you just want to fucking throw that shit right in your room. Yeah, so here's the thing. You just you just got to listen to Uncle Gage's advice. Yeah, just do it. And get her done, because in between A and B, it's you might need to put a few bullet points, because, you know, maybe... Maybe you need to add a bullet point to figure out how you're going to make all that money. <laughs> Maybe you need to take a bullet point away because it's a bad idea. Yeah. But it's from A to B, there's A.1, A.2, point point two, point two, point, and then you might get to B.1, like version, version, you know what I mean. But it's still, it's still a one-step plan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's have an idea, a million dollars, right? And then all the stuff in between, that's nothing. Just fucking do it. Yeah, you just got. If you You're follow just... the philosophy, you won't even need to worry about making those bullet points. Yeah. It, it would just be obstacles in your way to getting to be. For you interns, let me let me put it into terms you can understand. You have art. You wanna you wanna sell art, right? Just do it. <laughs> it's that easy. One step Seriously. process. I mean, I don't know why yeah. everyone isn't doing it right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really. You might as well just sit around and wait for your phone to ring if you follow this plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it will. It will. Just do it. Yeah. Eighth eye open, you know, send good vibes out into the universe. And uh just like don't ever don't ever do things you don't want to do. That's the power of broke to woke. Yeah. Broke to woke. Baby. From broke, you don't have that mental power yet. When you're woke, that's when you can do all of the steps necessary to get to point B, which is one step. One step? Just do it listen the american way you want a house with two kids and a dog 
and then you have the house, two kids and a dog, no fucking problem. Listen, people, there's no obstacles. As a as an immigrant, I was told that the streets were paved with gold. Listen, they are. You know what I decided to do at age three? I decided to just do it. Yeah. I'm still on, I'm still on step A. Yeah, step A. This is a big step, you know, it's to get to B. It takes a while. I'm about halfway up. Yeah. And I'm going to get to B. I'm going to walk home with that briefcase. Yeah, from Because here. I'm the first person that is going to be hearing these because my mouth is roughly about three and a half inches from my ear. Yeah. You have a small head, bud. Yeah, it's about <laughs> the length of one jewel. <laughs> the whole head. Yes. Listen, just do it. Uh-huh. Point A to point B. This is a step... This is a uh, uh, lesson number B. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, people go to school for four years and, like, their teachers are always telling them all these, like, little minuscule things. You know what I never heard? Like, I'm not successful yet. You know what I never heard in school is just do it. Like, A to B. Like, you have an idea, just do it. <laughs> you probably haven't heard it because those teachers got fired. Because <laughs> they're too smart. Yeah. They broke the system. They're like, yeah. oh, if... if if this gets out there, if if the media finds out that the only trick is to just just do it, uh, you won't be able to have this school anymore. We won't be able to gentrify America with our educations. Yeah, you know, all these sports companies and marketing teams, they have a hit out for their heads. Yeah. The government wants them because yeah. they're leaking all of this valuable information, branding all of their shirts to empower the earth to spend more money. And make capitalism stronger, bigger, and larger, and more powerful. Definitely, way I more can't girthy. wait. It's it's really disappointing. Um, I suggest you guys go invest in Nike because they are the U.S.'s number one enemy. They are the one thing keeping us from from societal collapse at the hands of the the dictatorial government we have right now. The government doesn't want you to know that you could just do it, Mm-mm. all right? They don't want you to know that. They want you to think nope. that there's all this work you need to put in. There's no work. Learn it from the Bitcoin entrepreneurs. All they did was press a button. They just did it. Now they're millionaires sitting there buying their anime waifus, fucking sex robots, uh, you know, buying video games, hanging out in their parents' basement, not because they have to, but because they can and they did just yeah. do it. This is how you know these dudes are successful. You go in, you look, you put on that AR video or, or whatever of their apartment, room, yeah. mansion, duplex in New York, and you're going to see an Xbox 360, a PS4, and a Nintendo Switch. And a lot of anime And they're posters. not even using it. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars of, of anime sculptures on the wall. Yeah. Gear, tech, they're streaming because they can. How many katanas does he have in his pocket? Who knows? He's a big guy. He's got big pockets. Doesn't need to answer your questions. Listen. You know? You know that people who just do it are a success because they don't shave. They don't shower. All they do is drink Mountain Dew because they can. No normal job where you're not just doing it allows you to do those things. Like, you got to get up. You got to do all this other extra shit. And that's really where we're all falling behind. And that is the American dream of 2020. That's the American dream. I wish I could sit around in my fitted Jenkos, being my own businessman, tailored Jenko jeans from the hands of an old leathery Italian. But we haven't figured out how to just do it, brother. I think we're doing it. I mean, how long does it take to do it? That's different. 
in you know whatever you're trying to do sometimes step a takes a long a to b that one step might take your whole life to get to b that maybe, sounds complicated maybe you'll yeah i mean that's why that's why that's why the shirts is, it's just one sentence it has a period at the end for yeah. a reason just yeah. do it just do it yep all right i mean we're at 52 minutes we got tons of tips here's one tip a free bonus why don't you donate to our Patreon? Because pretty soon we're gonna start publishing more uh, premium content, premium pod samples, premium pod episodes once a month. We're gonna give out, give, uh, share the free info for three weeks because we're nice, we're good people. And then the fourth info, uh, be real edgy, real dark. Yeah, and you're going to have to wait a while for that one to release yeah. to the public. But yeah. we're still going to give it out for free. You just got to wait a little bit because we need to show some love to our supporters. Too. Yeah. And take them out to lunch or something. Listen, just do it. Yeah. Well. By it, I mean donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast or slash artpros, one of the two. Uh, Link in the description. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm getting... It- I, I'm getting a little bit sore from following our 15 minutes of research curriculum again. Yeah. So it's, it's it's not easy. These muscle relaxants are making me a little too chill. I got so much more in, in, in my mind that I wanted to share. Should we give them some real tips, like some art tips? Oh, now we're going to give yeah. them real tips. Yeah. There's only a few minutes. Yeah, if you need to draw a straight line, fill. use a ruler. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Um, if you, you know... If you don't have an exacto blade, you can use a regular knife to cut paper. If you need something made for a digital art object that you know won't take a lot of time, but you don't know the program in which it's done, go on Fiverr. Find someone who has it automated. Thumbtack's also pretty decent for some things. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe Fiverr is pretty good too. If you need to do uh, like a perfect circle on a drawing, instead of using a compass, what you can do is you can thumbtack something into the drawing or whatever or just attach a piece of string to a pencil put that in the center have the length of the string the length of the radius of the circle that you need and then just draw a straight circle all the way around that sounds complicated why don't you just do it yeah true you could just do it you could just if you want to draw a perfect circle just do it yeah that always does work see this is why this is why the art pros podcast isn't as big as it as it could be because we not, have shitty tips. Because we're just not, we're not just doing it. <laughs> we have great tips. Uh, see? All right. I think for every well, hour, we have maybe three or four minutes of useful advice. Lightning round, everybody. You just you see what I just did there? I just negged myself. No. So that was the first, see? Remember that one. It's going to come up in a pop quiz. You're the first person that's going to hear whatever you say about yourself or somebody else and just right by doing that you're speaking <laughs> out the truth oh no is that the truth yep. oh man maybe if we had 45 minutes of research we could start coming up with some good delectable content like last season well actually last season was amazing i think uh this would be a good time to talk more about how um we're interested in hearing everybody's stories and reading them if you want us to read them out and talk about them, please, by all means, email us. Give us some fun topics to talk about. If you're dying to hear about something or if you want us to do a little bit of research and, and put it on the air. Maybe you have a funny story about something that happened to you in the art world. It, 
please share it with us. We'll read it on air. We're we're happy to keep your identity anonymous, or maybe you can give us a moniker, something cool and fun we could say. Yeah, that a witty would, name. I'm down with that. We can actually reach out to people too and see if they have any. Yeah, so look out for our posts online. Also, Gage and I were planning to do a giveaway, something we've been planning for a while. Uh, so watch out for that. Excuse me for the sniffliness. <laughs> All right, guys, I think I think we've all had enough. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Don't tell my doctor that I've been potting. I wasn't supposed to leave bed. Oh, really? Well, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs>